Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What is up, everybody? Another week, another podcast. Another week, another podcast. Here we it's are. a beautiful day here in Spokane, Washington. Finally stopped snowing. Finally, Finally stopped snowing. I wore shorts last week. I didn't, but Felt it stopped good. snowing. Got the, got, <laughs> I stopped plowing last week. You know what's funny? <laughs> is our house was the only house in the neighborhood that still had snow uh, like in the in the yard for like the last two weeks. Yeah. So we've I've literally like opened up my window to look out the front of the house. And it's like snow still. Oh my God, this is so depressing. I got the old, busted the old creamy calves out. Ooh. They were <laughs> white. <laughs> Anyhow, thank you for tuning in. This is America's Diesel Podcast brought to you by Diesel Power Products. Yes. Bam. Uh, make sure to check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Screenshot that bad boy. Send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Yeah, and I'll send you a dank meme with a handwritten letter from... These two yahoos right here. Um, yeah, absolutely. Those are actually all ready to go out, I, I think. So sorry for the delay. Well, also, okay. Meme, of course. Handwritten letter by us. Promise to make some upper butt crack sweat. And I know I've, I have been getting some emails. I, I, I've been a little slow at getting some of these out. I'm trying to be as creative as possible. And I just finally sat down today and I was like, you know what? I just got... I, I, here we go. And I, I think I got some pretty good ones, so... Force the creative juices. Yes, you got. Sometimes you guys got to squeeze those juices, you know, to get them dank. Yeah, you got to squeeze to get the dank. Yes, memes. Yes, (laughs) because there aren't memes outlawed in like Europe now or something. Are they really? I don't know. That's probably a joke. Anyhow, today's topic we are talking about Easter Jeep Safari. Well, people are probably like, "Well, this is diesel power products. Why are you guys talking about Easter Jeep? They don't put no diesel in a Jeep." Well, they did, but (laughs) yeah, they did. So Easter Jeep Safari. It's out in uh, Moab. Moab, Utah. Utah. Yeah. Uh, and it's grown over the years, especially recently. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say recently, but like the last like 
15 years. Yeah, and for guys that don't know, we obviously have diesel power products, which that's who we are representing, and that's what the podcast represents. But we also have our um, another company called Off-Road Power Products. Um, it's kind of something that we started a really long time ago, and it's just kind of finally now kind of gaining some traction. It was Pun cool. intended. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I didn't mean to. That was good. That was good. Oh, so it's just now gaining some traction. Yeah. Uh, but um, Easter Jeep's kind of cool because it's kind of something that it's it, – it, it's it's cool for us at least because we can showcase both stores. <laughs> well, know? yeah, and, and a lot of the trucks that uh, we we do a lot of suspension stuff as you've heard us talk about before yeah, in other podcasts. We like suspension. We like suspension. We, I, I think there's the suspension stuff on trucks is a lot of unknown for a lot of folks. So it's a lot of unknown, and the funny thing about it too, with a lot of trucks, there's a lot of issues that are associated with yeah. it. So it's like we're killing and, two birds with one stone. And what <laughs> helps with off roading? Suspension. Yes. What can help an off-roading truck not do well? Bad suspension. Mm-hmm. So suspension is key. You've heard us talk about that before. So a lot of the stuff that we sell, um, especially for diesel pickups, some of it ends up at Moab. And a lot of the trucks that we build actually end up at Moab. And we have actually a nice little list of vehicles going down. And yeah. let's see. One, two, three, four. Four of them are Dassel. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, and then all of them have suspension. Of course, they have our tow rig, which isn't even on there, yeah. which you've heard us talk about before. The <laughs> yeah. Manuel, yeah, Manuel. But so Easter Jeep Safari out in Moab started in 1947. Give you a little bit of backstory on there. Um, it, it's it, it morphed into a huge amount of uh, companies and brands coming out there. I yeah. wanted to get out there and not just get you know get the picture, go out and do cool stuff, but actually socialize and hang out with other people. Yeah, and a lot of times that's what a lot of these big events come down to. It's it's not just there for spectators to come through and check out and meet people, but a lot of times that's that may be the one time that year that you actually see someone from that company and get some FaceTime with them. Absolutely. And it's a great place for, for companies to showcase brand new products. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say it's like the SEMA of the off-road because obviously off-road is involved with SEMA as well, but this is like the, like the I would say probably one of the biggest like showcases of new products for Jeeps. Not, not only Jeeps, but other anything off-rotoring really. Yeah, and, I mean, and they have even uh, it, it, obviously they won't if you show up there in like a like a, anything that's not a jeep, they're not gonna be like get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> you can't come here. Yeah. This is Easter Jeep Safari. You're not in a jeep. You just get out. Yeah, just get out. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> as long as they're doing cool stuff, you're fine and go hang out with them. Yeah, um, they actually have a whole um, uh, the the full size invasion, full size invasion, which of course we're part of every year because yeah. how can you? It's like owning a diesel truck and not like you that those don't two don't go together if you're a diesel owner and you off-road like you're part of the full-size invasion <laughs> yeah so obviously jeeps are not really like full-size vehicles per se yeah so you get all these like three-quarter and one-ton trucks going out on the full-size invasion uh that will go out and do their own thing that's really fun like i think the last couple of years there's always been that excursion on there, the red one yeah and uh I think I'm pretty sure it's called Big Sexy or the Sexcursion because there's only like five names for excursions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I know that he's been out there a whole bunch of times. He's got some, what are the bumpers? Those mercenaries? Merc- I was just going to bring up so like, good. like when we first started kind of getting into this off-road side of things, one of the companies that we uh, did a lot of business with was Mercenary Off-Road. Um, was it Todd Farron? Todd, mm-hmm. Todd uh, the owner, owner at Mercenary. And he builds some of the, I think, some of the coolest um, like off-road oriented bumpers that are available for like three quarter ton trucks. And I think he builds them for other trucks too. I mean, mm-hmm. I think at SEMA the last time I went, I saw a, I, okay. It's an older, like I want to say like a 99 body style. Mm-hmm. Um, did they have Cadillac Escalades back then? 
Yeah. Uh, anyways, if he they took did, like that it, old yeah. school box because I've seen guys take like the like the Yukons or whatever or the Suburbans or whatever and put like the Cadillac grill and all you know. So imagine like that body style of, of, of yeah. This. There you go. Fact check me. But he did he did one that had his bumpers on the like it just it looked cool. Like I don't know if it was an actual Cadillac Escalade that he did this to, but um, but he just built some really clean bumpers. You know, a lot of those like off road style bumpers they <clears throat> will open up like the corners of the uh, or like right in front of the the front tire there. Um, there's a, obviously a lot of. Um, a lot of unnecessary things as far as, far as if you're off-rotoring that don't need to be there, such as like fog lights or what, that kind of stuff. Well, there's bumpers that'll actually sort of uh, um, open that area up to increase your approach angle of your, your truck as you're going over an obstacle. Well, what's cool with with uh, Mercenary's bumpers is he kind of plates all those in. So he, he plates the whole side of the bumper. So instead of seeing like your body mount and everything that's hidden behind your fender that's ugly, he kind of hides it uh, with his bumpers, which is really cool. Um, but... When like full like when I think of full size invasion at Easter Jeep, I always think of Todd Farron and his and his like Cummins that had no lift, forties and yeah. mercenary putting his bumpers on it. Like and he was running like uh, Pitbull. Uh, what are those tires? Um, oh my gosh, rockers. Um, the, the... They, yeah, Pitbull tires. The rockers. I think yeah, so. I think they were called the rocker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is just like a super aggressive tire. <laughs> and he's just got this, this like stuff in forties on this truck. It looks like it's got no lift. And he just yeah, it was it was awesome. And he's also got that Wagoneer, which this yeah. is what kind of got me got me revved up on Wagoneers. He did that uh Wagoneer with uh Cummins. I believe there's a Cummins in that. He put a Cummins in it and then he built custom bumpers for that, and that thing is so clean. Yeah. So clean. Yeah, his bumpers are definitely like the in my opinion, like the high speed low drag. There's yeah. like there there's I love the plated like the plate in the sides. Super strong, super aggressive looking, but it, but all about approach or approach and departure angle, wheel travel, you know, basically like a pretty good off-road. Yeah. Like an excellent off-road bumper to make sure that you're not going to have any kind of interference issues. And all always all the crap. <laughs> yeah, and always built tough as hell. Yeah. Like the I think there's a video of Howie the first year that it went, so I would have been like 17 on ultimate adventure um when cooper like slid off a ledge and just banged the rear bumper yeah and it's and that's a full-size three-quarter ton diesel pickup with a lot of weight in there just going bunk on yeah. the ledge and you could hear everybody just like oh no yeah. you just hear it that just, solid it, clunk. Yeah. it just slides off and we go back and look at it it's not even dented it's like scuffed yeah like holy moly dude yeah that's yeah he built some good stuff so full-size invasion down there is pretty awesome because you also see rigs that are like Wow, should 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 he you be should doing that be right now? <laughs> but hey, whatever. <laughs> I think my favorite my favorite type of off road rig to see doing that kind of stuff is the uh, really like the like three quarter one ton truck that's like still got all the stock body paneling on it, but is just trashed. Yeah. <laughs> every quarter, every panel has been hit with a rock. It the frame's probably bent. It's yeah. like t- almost tacoed. Yeah. But they just still send it. Like there's a video that goes around on Instagram of the it's it's not Randy's transmission, but it's a dually going up some slick rock. Yeah, and it's it's like he's got it pinned or at least yeah. going into it. it's like. <laughs> I love the guy that like. And everybody's just like, hell yeah, man. So I I'm not trying to like make fun of this guy, but I actually enjoy this guy. Like when when I go somewhere like off like any trail or whatever, like I actively look for this guy to watch because it's always the most entertaining. Mm-hmm. But it's usually the guy that's like, he's kind of a little bit. He's got a couple screws loose, but he buys like a brand new truck, 
Yeah. And it has stock wheels and tires. <laughs> and he just, like, the salesman talked him into, like, this is the one. This is the one. If you're going to off-road your truck, this is the one that you want. It's got, it's got, red got the off-road hooks. package. Yeah. You know, it's got all this stuff. And he's usually the guy who's just like, yeah, I bought the dealership. We do all this stuff. And you just see him just literally, literally just beating the living crap out of the stock truck just because it's like, well, he said I could do it. Like, <laughs> it's got skid plates. Yeah. It's got, factory skid plates. Yeah, don't plastic worry about ones, it. you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it's got factory yeah, steps. There's always, that. There's, there's always one of those that's just like, that guy's crazy, but then he always like is like, wow, he made it. He made it this far. Like we're he, we're at, we're having lunch right now on the trail, and he's still here. How is how is this happening? Yeah, no warranty, no problem on that yeah. one. Like, like I don't care, I don't care. I just hit my rockers. <laughs> like, I'll buy new ones. They're warranty. It's off road. They know I'm taking it off road. Yeah. Like, oh my goodness, you are in for a world of hurt. So uh, let's get into what we're taking. Yeah. There. So can I, can I go first? Because I want to. I think I want to start off with my favorite one, which is the. Uh, Probably the least like, I, I don't know. I know what you're gonna say. The Mahindra. I love that thing. I love that little thing. If you don't know what a Mahindra is, Google it. It's a, a Roxer R O X O R yeah, Mahindra. Mahindra Roxer, which Mahindra builds tractors and like mm-hmm. equipment, but they also build this like UTV slash Jeep slash not Jeep. It's like a, um, a little baby Jeep with a little tiny little baby diesel in it. But here's the cool thing: like back in the day, like those old Jeeps. They weren't actually much bigger. Like that tub on that Mahindra is actually really close. Yeah, it's like an it's old, almost identical. Like a really old flat. Like a military, Jeep. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like right now in the shop, like if if a guy never saw a Mahindra before, or I call it a Mahindra, but they always call it a Roxor. Yeah. Um, so if you've never seen the Roxor before, like I, I don't think they would have known, like just from like 25 feet away known that that was a rock sore. Well, especially now. So we, we put some actual flat fenders on it, some steel flat, flat fenders, fenders yep. and some tall skinnies. They're like, I think they're 33s. Yeah. And like nine and a half, 35, 35, like 10 yeah. and a half, 10 wide or something they're like that. Like they're like nine they're or narrow. 10 wide. They're narrow. But then we also took the grill and got rid of the Mahindra grill. And yeah. there's a company that makes like a old school Jeep style grill for it. It's going to be so, so cool. it, it, The thing just and looks I, awesome. And I think Dave's redoing the roll cage, so it's not like nine yeah. feet above it, so it's chopped a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that thing's going to be so cool. Yeah. And again, a little diesel. And do you know what's cool about that? For guys out there that's looking at like UTVs, uh, that but want something that's like... Here's the thing. Compared that to a UTV, like a Razor or a, or a Can-Am or something, you kind of can't. Because those yeah. are like in a totally different category of like UTVs. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they're cool. You can do a lot of cool stuff with those things that go really freaking fast. But if you wanted like a more utilitarian type of mm-hmm. like vehicle, and especially if you live in a state that allows you to like drive this thing on the road, like how cool. And they are so cheap. They're yeah. so cheap. For, for what you get, it's it, two little, it's got solid axles. It's a yeah. manual, manual T case. And they, it's all like, like Dana axles too. Like yeah. it's not like a, like some offshoot axle like we we took it to nitro and they put lockers in it like yeah <laughs> we got this thing locked up and geared like she's ready to rock yeah like uh brian was saying he uh when he's out of his properties he uh brian or the company will take the mahindra out there and mm-hmm. his son will drive around his hopped up uh his side what does he have is it a razor the well, no, it's a can the can am the, the, the x3 his son will be out there jamming around the can am brian's like i'm going like two miles an hour over these rocks i'm having the time of my life yeah go ahead kid Go ahead, yeah. go do donuts. I'm over here just putting around in low range. It's a good time. I got a cooler. Yeah. Cup holders and I'm not spilling my beer. Yeah. <laughs> and a windshield. We're off-road guys driving it off-road. You can have beers off-road. This is true. Maybe you can't. Maybe you can't. I don't know. I don't know what the law is. There, you know, private property. Do I whatever am not you a want. I'm a police officer nor part of the law, so 
do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, but yeah, so, that's, yeah. Probably, that's probably my favorite, just because it's like it's diesel, it's Jeep, and it's but it's not Jeep. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's, it's cool. super and it's something that like again, if a guy's in the market for a UTV like a razor, you're going to save money going with a Mahindra. The one thing that is kind of crappy about it is that it's got a 45 mile an hour cap. Yeah. But there's companies out there tuning wise. Take that out. Yeah, we'll be good to go. And there's a lot of aftermarket support for these things that are just starting up too, which is huge. Like yeah. that's awesome. When it rolled in the shop, I was like, oh great, it's gonna it's be one of those nothing. things where we have yeah. to make all our own parts for. And they're like, oh no, dude, the aftermarket's booming. And like two weeks later, I started googling stuff. I was like, oh my oh, god, wow. they are. Wow, you can. Wow, they make like a roof rack for this. Oh, yeah, no, it's pretty crap. sweet. I actually considered it, but in Washington, the laws kind of suck for driving that yeah. on the road. So we're taking that one. Um, we're also taking. We're just gonna go down the list here. Uh, stretch. Um, that's our our JK that we stretched out to 145 inches, something like that. We why stretched. You, why are you giving me hand signals, Cameron? 105. Well, it's okay. the stretch kit for the two door JK. Yeah, which is why it's called stretch. Yeah, and we put uh, one of the Cummins uh, R28s, so a repower. Yep. Common rail two A, basically the replacement for the four BT. Yeah. Crate engine, and then we made it that up to the eight. 8HP70. 8HP70 from an Eco Diesel, so yep. it's got an eight-speed, eight-speed automatic. Hell yeah! And it's super clean. One of the coolest, one of the cool things I like about that, I like the shifter they used because yeah, they use like the the, the the Charger Challenger yeah. shifter. It's pretty cool. So that that thing's awesome. Yeah, that engine that thing coupled along. Yeah, coupled with the eight-speed, like that's the cool thing with like all these new trucks, uh, half tons, even some of. I mean, I'm I'm sure in the like who knows what they're gonna have in the next five years as far as transmissions on these trucks because mm-hmm. they're finding that more like speeds. 10 speeds. Yeah, ten speeds. Like man, it's crazy. But like the capability, like it just it just widens the capability of that of the, you know, the operating range of that engine. So it's it's pretty sweet. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of cool because they're finally figuring out like, okay, well, we get really good power and mileage when we keep it at this RPM. Yeah, range. let's just. How do we do that? Well, let's give it more gears. Okay, and other technologies there to do it. Yeah, so it's like you even look at like you know you know the old seven three with a four speed automatic, which you know three in overdrive. Yeah. It's like archaic compared to even a six R one forty, and then even then, there's now yeah. ten speed transmissions going on a six seven power stroke. Like what? Yeah, it's crazy, awesome. I love oh that. my god. So anyhow, uh, then we've got uh, Howie, which if you ever heard us talk about him, we even did a whole oh, episode Howie. on single cab short bed that we chopped ourselves. Six seven Cummins, whole bunch of power options. Yeah, and emissions real quick, intact. Yeah, emissions intact. And back to Howie too. Emissions intact on Howie. If there's one rig to watch at, uh, if you're there and full size invasion, watch Howie like that. Yeah, that rig is pretty incredible. It gets I, real flexy with the three link in the front. Yeah, and far and as far as like that, I, I'm not sure there's an obstacle that that thing cannot go up. Like, show me an obstacle that a Jeep or whatever your best off-roading vehicle can go up and take Howie on it. I will say, barring, like, size. Right, like, if there's a tree. If you're you're (laughs) scraping both doors in a Jeep, obviously, the... How he's not going to fit in there, but take away the, you know, external size thing there as far as, like, actual terrain. Oh, yeah. Things are dope. (laughs) Yeah. Bring it. It like. literally looks like an RC car. <laughs> yeah, it does. Because the tires are so big and it's so short. It's short yeah. yeah. <laughs> with so the tent awesome. in there. And with Cooper, who's obviously a very small individual. It's a joke. <laughs> not. He's giant. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks even more <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. And we've got Kyle's truck, the ZR2. He's got a uh, little uh, little baby D-Max in there. Yeah. Um, he actually just got it back. He, he got the fenders and bedsides cut and flared or just cut? I would say cut and flared, probably. Cut and flared. 
To, to accommodate 35s. Yeah, 35s on a leveling kit on a ZR2. That's pretty cool. And yeah. he's locked up and geared. And he's got all the factory options as far as like all the off-roading capability. Mm-hmm. When we say off-roading, I know it's not a word. Guess what? It is a word when you deal call with us, it. all right? So deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's got all the, the same, like there's no features that have been disabled on that truck as far as, and he's all emissions intact as well. Mm-hmm. And that's his daily driver. Daily driver. Yeah. Takes the kids everywhere in it. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? All right. So we've got the ZR2. Uh, we've also got uh, Brett's JL. Oh, Brett's so JL. my favorite color of Jeep. Yeah. So <laughs> Brett's our IT guy. Um, and I know you're, you already got a picture in your head <laughs> yeah. of an IT guy named Brett driving a Jeep. Yeah. Brett is not your normal IT guy. I'm he's not f- going to show a picture of him because he probably doesn't want me to, but Brett is a certified badass. He's former SWAT. Yes. Former uh, he's military too. I think he's got some military stuff in his. Yeah. It, it's one of those <laughs> things where, the, and we've had other companies tell us this too. And this is, if Brett, you're listening, which he's probably not because it's way too cool to listen to this podcast. And yeah. I mean that with like all due respect. He's bald like me. We, <laughs> <laughs> and he rides a Harley. <laughs> when people come in and, we're, and they're like, oh, who's your IT guy? And I'm like, oh, this is Brett. And they're like, oh. your IT guy right here? Yeah. Or like he'll be over in the corner, like getting a beer or something like that. They're like, that's your IT guy? Like, yeah, with all the tattoos? Yeah. Really? That's your IT guy? You hang out with him? Like, yeah, he's he's cool as hell. Like, your IT guy's cool. Yeah. What? He rides a Harley? Yeah. What? It, totally <laughs> the, not the the guy you would think to be, yeah. be an IT guy. But, hey, he's he's awesome. I love Brett. Yeah. He's, he's a good dude. Uh, so he's got a two-door JL 2018 with a little two-liter in it, right? Two-liter turbo. It's the same uh-huh. engine that my wife has in her uh, little, uh, just her uh, Jeep Cherokee. Trailhawk. Trailhawk with the red tow hooks. Yes, with the red tow hooks. <laughs> has them. Uh, awesome little engine, by the way. I love driving that thing. That thing is like a little go-kart to me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's freaking awesome. But yeah, his his JL. Ugh, the color. What what color is that? Is that I, I call it like cement because that's like what yeah. Toyota uses is that cement color. I really, really like it. But he's got 37s on that thing. Yeah, and it's got- not stretched. And that's just like your standard two door with like a what two and a half inch lift or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's got a little, like a Terraflex. It's like two or yeah. two and a half, like basically like your like a space or like a leveling kit almost, but a yeah. little more. Um, but uh, yeah, that with thirty sevens, with thirty sevens, no rubbing. Awesome. Yeah, you know, I think he's is he running AV wheels? Okay. No, no, no. He's, no, he's running. Uh, it was methods. it's Cooper's old wheels, oh, okay. which are method. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're the methods. Um, yeah. I can't remember. Thirty seven looks beautiful. He's got oh, his gosh, bike rack awesome. on the bike because he mountain bikes. Yes, that's right. Our IT guy mountain bikes because <laughs> he's cool. Um, but that's a really slick look at yeah, the color. It's almost like GM's charcoal, but not shiny. I don't yeah, know how if, else to put it. If like, like the charcoal and Toyota cement, cement like slate. came together and they had a baby, a, a little <laughs> like that would baby. be, <laughs> that would be Brett's color of Jeep. Uh, and then we've got another 18 JL Cooper's yeah. pumpkin because it's orange. Yeah. Um, that one's a four-door, though. Um, four that door, one same has, engine, two-liter turbo. Yeah, some Terraflex suspension on there. And I believe he – did he do different fenders? He did. He, no, he well, he cut his – because there's a kit that you can do on those JLs, so now they have the lights and the fenders. That's right. And you can – there's a kit where you can basically – where the top of the light goes on the fender, you can cut that and, like – he, so he did like a, a fender modification, and he's got 40s on that thing. Yeah, and that thing's re-geared as well. Yeah. Um, that thing rips. That's cool. Yeah, and that engine, I'm telling you, that 2-liter turbo is insane. Yeah, well, 2-liter turbo and geared on 40s. I've, like, I've, I haven't heard Cooper so enthusiastic about a truck like that or yeah. a vehicle like that in a long time. Yeah, and, you know, and I was being that I, I've drove, you know, drove a 2-liter turbo like quite a bit because my wife owns one. You know, I was a little hesitant and a little worried about like how 
that was going to react with that because I mean it's a small motor. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a small motor. So, you know, but just the the way that they've coupled that engine with the transmission and again, his gearing, gearing is huge. It, it's perfect. What, do you know what trans is in it? Um, I don't know what it, like is what it they call it, as well, or, but or it's, it's a, I believe it's a nine speed. Holy. I believe it's a nine speed. All right. Yeah. Fact check. check that real quick. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on. Uh, next thing we've got is the Polaris general and we've got a lot of that. That that thing has seen some time. Um, it's seen some fun. I believe it's r- rolled over. <laughs> yep. If you don't have, if you haven't me. rolled over your side by side, you need to get on the ball because everybody has. <laughs> <laughs> but they're taking that as well. Um, it's got coils, armor. I think it's got some Method Race wheels on there. I think they had thirty nine speed automatic. Nine speed automatic. Holy yeah. guacamole. Um, I think it had 35s on it at one point, but now they've gone down to 33s, I think, because I think they ended up bending too many shafts. Yeah, and that seems to be, and this kind of springs back to like that Mahindra conversation because that the, everybody wants to put giant tires on these side-by-sides, but if you look at like all the steering components and suspension components, it's like they're tiny. So yeah. it's like you put all these this, these giant weights on the corner of this rig and expect to do the same tasks that it could do with the smaller tires. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just, it just wears parts out way quicker. Yeah. So that that'll be basically the that'll be the vehicle that keeps lapping the Mahindra. Possibly, if it if it doesn't break. If it doesn't break, yeah. <laughs> Who's driving? Because that that is a huge factor in, on the the lifespan of that vehicle. That's true. That's a huge factor. Yeah, I bet you. <laughs> this is this is like a this is like I'm like almost betting against us right now. But I bet you the only thing that leaves there. <laughs> that's, that's a, wait, okay. I should back up. I you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna make that bet because <laughs> I see crazier things happen. I bet you the Mahindra is the only one that survives. <laughs> the only one that doesn't break. Yeah, the only one that has zero issues. The Mahindra, the Mahindi for the win. <laughs> the lowest power, <laughs> lo- like least modded, cheapest. Yeah, I would. I would go on a limb and I would say I don't know. I assume Brett's gonna wheel his jail, but I think J- Brett's gonna drive out of there because he won't put it in a situation where he can't. That's true. He likes that thing too much. Cooper's going to sit there and be like, do it, do it. Cooper's going to egg him do on. It, do it. For do sure. It, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> He's going to be like, yeah, it's going <laughs> to be like, dude, I'm not going to do it. Leave me alone. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I can already see how that's going to go. But yeah. so I, yeah, that, whatever. I'm going to say it now, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm going to say zero issues at all. Okay. So you can have an, we can have an issue down there. And they fix it and everything's fine. It could be something stupid. But I'm going to say the Mahindra is not going to have one single issue. Like literally always starts, always turns off, always stops. Yep. Always. Okay. All right. You know, I, I probably go with you on there. Um, but, you know, it, it is cool because we can make bets like that because we actually use our rigs how they're intended to be true. used. So it's like, hey, I don't feel bad if we go down there and do like, hey, man, we got a little crazy on that trail <laughs> <laughs> and we broke something. It's like, hey, that's respect. Well, we we typically crack. break something every Easter Jeep Safari. Every, yeah, I mean, we, it wouldn't be a proper wheel and trip if you didn't break anything. This is, this is science at, at this point. God, science. This, that kind of brings <laughs> me to a little bit of like a, a history, bit of a, a rant or tangent, if you will. Uh, a couple of Easter Jeep Safaris ago, I think it was probably the first that I was with the company is when we first took Grandma out there. This is, yes. we're a little, a little history uh, right now. A lot of our heartstrings go out with that rig. I love that rig. I'm an old Wagoneer fan myself. Full-size Jeep, and this was right when that, I think it was that, that new electric blue color came out for Jeeps or something like that. Yeah, we got one. The JL? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, the blueberry, <laughs> The right? blueberry, yeah. But uh, so the part that I loved about Grandma, and I wasn't there to see it, but I've heard other people say this, not just Brian and Cooper, 
and everybody's out there. And of course, Easter Jeep Safari, there's a lot of Jeeps there. Yeah. And that new blue color came out. So there's blue Jeeps everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's just a blue Jeep that's slightly different built. It's just Jeep, 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 blue, yeah. blue, 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 blue. JK, we should say Jeep JK. JK, yeah. JK, 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 JK. Nothing wrong with JKs. <laughs> the, the fact that everybody's buying them, modding them, makes you a bigger aftermarket. That's fine. Yeah. But when you're out there and you're trying to stand out in the crowd, I'm not saying that's what we want to do, but we tend to kind of like do our own thing, really. Yeah. Kind of like doing our cool stuff. And... Everybody's out there like, okay, I want people to notice me. I'm, I'm one of 55 blue Jeeps here. I got to make sure people notice me. We had a rusty, unpainted, like the engine had no work done. All we do is put a long electronic fuel injection on there and we built the 360. Yeah. 37s, stock axles, and uh, we locked the front with manual hubs. Yeah. That was the first, I think we had put the, just put the roll cage in. Yeah. And... We couldn't keep people off that thing. Yeah. Everybody's walking up. Oh, man, look at this thing. What'd you guys do to it? Like, we, these are stock axles, man. Like, it's going to yeah. break. We know it, but we have plans for it later on. Mm-hmm. And that thing, we took it on Ultimate Adventure twice? Did we? I, I think we just took it on once. Once I on thought the... we did. I know we made the cover with it. Did we take it twice, Cam? Yeah. We just took it twice. Grandma twice. twice. Oh yeah. yeah, he died on yeah, one. That's right. Yeah, came back to life. <laughs> so yeah, we took, we took uh, took grandma out there. We called it grandma because well, it's old. It's old, and there's other reasons too, but we can't tell you about that on, on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, and it still worked, and we still never painted it. It still had rust spots, and it had a sweet roof rack on it. That's right, because they took on the uh, the uh, uh, ultimate adventure without the canoe on the top. Yeah, the summer camp <laughs> one that was cool. Yeah, um, but that, I I missed that one. It actually it it got sold to a local guy up here who I think he's actually trying to sell it. Um, I like that thing too. That I think it's so awesome. cool. I got to drive a little bit, and it was, it was done right. It was yeah. in that thing. It has that permanent off-roading musty smell on the inside. <laughs> kind of what the suburban has a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> you can't get rid of it no matter yeah. how hard you try. Yeah, because it just smells like sweat, fun, and Cameron's death. <laughs> Cameron's our camera guy, and he went on Ultimate Adventure and got a little dehydrated. Yeah, yeah, to say the least. <laughs> but he's here now, and he works on the camera. His name's Cam. He's pretty cool. But yeah, that's like our um, that's my history rant for the day. Yeah. So my rant and I don't know why I keep on forgetting my rant from the week before, but I hope I'm not repeating myself, but this <laughs> ties perfectly in with this one uh or this episode. Uh just because you're talking about okay, yeah, there's Jeep, JK, Jeep, JK, Jeep, JK, Jeep, JK. You know why there's so many of those? The the the, the cool thing is the manufacturer has made it easy for the aftermarket to make parts for this rig. I see where you're going. Which is awesome. And so what I've been thinking about like for a while is why 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 isn't the diesel side of things following suit with with the uh with with the off-road and with the Jeep community because mm-hmm. look at like the the markets that they've opened up for the Jeep community. I mean, there's so many companies that are just catered around Jeeps. Like a, like Harleys. Yeah, just complete, just all Jeep stuff, and that that the amount of revenue that is just made mm-hmm. from the aftermarket for these vehicles because the manufacturer made it easy for them to do that. Like, could you imagine if the diesel side followed suit and did that with diesel trucks? Like, made it easy to modify, made it easy to to make it their own. Yeah, like how. I don't. I don't understand why manufacturers don't like. That's what kind of gets me with like the new GM stuff, where they made it so hard for aftermarket tuning to get in there. Why? Like, I mean, really, why? Like, what's the worst that can happen? A guy buys a brand new truck, tunes it, blows it up, takes it in, and has to pay for it to fix it. GM Sorry. still makes money. Yeah. Like, I don't that. 
that's that's the thing because it's like they're just they're 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 cutting off a a huge huge market that can just ex- not only make their vehicle more popular but just make the industry bigger and, and isn't i mean that's what makes that's what also makes everything cheaper for us too so it's like i you know th- that's something that i've always kind of thought about and i've just kind of wondered like why and I've never really gotten, of course, I mean, who, who are you going to talk to that's going to give you a straight answer on that? Probably right. no one. But Jeff at Ford would. Jeff at Ford might. <laughs> no, he got fired a long time ago. They finally picked up the same common rail guy and was like, dude, this guy's way better. This guy's freaking smart. No, okay. <laughs> but, but, I mean, that, so that's my rant for the day. I like, you know, that, that's, that's something that I'd, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to maybe chat with, you know, I don't know. I'd love to chat with someone about and see, like, why? Because, I mean, that's, I think, I think for one, I mean, obviously for us, we're an aftermarket parts sales. So that's like something that we would, that we would totally go for. A little, little biased. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like they're cutting themselves off at the knees, even for like, like, so what if the guy voids his warranty? So what if he blows it up? That's his own fault. <laughs> he's, yeah. If he wants it fixed, he's got to go back to a dealer and pay him. Yeah, it's not I mean, under warranty. At it's almost point. like trying to make it, if you make it more black and white and more clear, like instead of saying, "Oh, we're going to make this the computer the hardest thing to break into," no one's yeah, ever going to get into there. And then let's say someone does, and they blow up and take it back in, and there's like, you had to have gotten the computer. No, you guys said it's impossible. There's no way I could have gotten there. Yeah. Well, no, you were in there. Like, no, yeah, I, it, I didn't. Yeah. Well, how'd you blow it up? I don't know. It's like, it, or I feel like Jeep has like a a very defined list of like, if you bring it in, they can tell what's happened to it, or or something like that. But yeah, yeah I, I see what you mean. Like, it's the it just yeah. They're not letting people do what they want. Yeah, I mean, I I think for the longest time, like, I guess Ram has been pretty easy with modifications mm-hmm. on their truck. I mean, all of them have been fairly easy, but just for the fact that the the, the all these new rigs where they're kind of starting like these horsepower wars again. Uh, I know I've brought that up before, but like, why not open it up to the aftermarket and why not make because the diesel community? I mean, we we know like that's a pretty like. I mean, guys love their trucks. Oh yeah, I would say they love their trucks just as much as Jeep guys love their Jeeps. And I mean, except I don't hear diesel guys going, you know, "Let's go dieseling." Like Jeep guys go, "Let's go jeeping." Yeah, yeah, let's go dieseling. I'm gonna go jeep over here, and then we're gonna take our friends. We're gonna go jeeping over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you guys, yeah. we're gonna go jeeping and get some dinner later. You want to yeah. go? Well, with like Jeepers, like when you pass them, they like wave at, like they wave at each other. And like diesel guys, it's like, <laughs> it's like you want to race? Yeah, you want to race? You, you, yeah. Your power stroke sucks. Yeah. Like, like, but you know, but yeah. So that's 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 my rant for the day. That's what I I I I, I hope to maybe in the future, maybe they you know maybe come around and make it a little bit easier for you know, manufacturers to come out with cool products for them and make it customizable, like like Jeeps are, or like Toyotas are. Toyota is insane. Like Toyota and Jeep are killing it in the aftermarket game mm-hmm. for when they manufacture trucks. So yeah, they got yeah. a leg up. So I'm going to end this with one of the best reviews ever oh, right left. Oh wow, I don't even know about this. It's good. I got, I got a reader real quick, and it's hard because I don't have anything here to simulate a big old chaw on a bottom lip. <laughs> but uh, I mean, take a big chug of this barley juice, and I'm pretty sure I can. Yeah. I can already feel some of my lips starting to move a little oh, better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this here review is about some high pressure. It's for seven three, which why it makes it near and dear to my heart. So this is this is about some lines. I'm going to read this as best as I can. If this is your review and you're listening, I love you. <laughs> and there's there's a couple of a words in here, but there's nothing nothing bad. So hide your kids, hide your wife, all that kind of stuff. It says, I just dropped an ass load of dough on a damn H pop and some new lines and. 
<laughs> for old Bessie. She's got 306K on her and running like a rip dick. Boy, howdy. Let me tell you, there's some damn good folks over at Decent Power Products. I'll tell you what. Literally <laughs> typed out. <laughs> literally. Like, he took the time to write that and post it. Can I, may I? Yeah. <laughs> i tell you what. Yeah. All right. Hey, old Bessie. She's old got ba- 306K on her. <laughs> Oh my god, I, I love this guy. So, Mister Seven Three, I hope that everybody feels that way when I when I work out Seven Three parts for you guys because that makes me happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And on that, we're going to end the That's podcast. Perfect, Thanks yeah. for tuning in. We'll see you next week. See ya.